Welcome to the Wonder Space podcast. It's great to have you on board. My name is Steve Cole, and over the past 70 episodes, I have been asking the same six questions to amazing people from around the world. The questions orbit around wonder and stories of hopefulness, and the setting for each journey is a shared window on the space station from where we see everything from a different perspective. Before we introduce our guest this week, our friends at asknature.org are going to help us to rewonder. In rivers throughout eastern North America, a species of mussel puts on an impressive acting performance. In the plain pocketbook mussel, the soft tissue that sticks out of the shell looks uncannily like a small fish called a shiner, with a dark stripe down its side, an eye spot at one end, and a wavy tail at the other. A female plain pocketbook with newly hatched young will wave this bit of tissue around in the water, making it look like a swimming fish. This mimicry attracts larger predatory fish. When one tries to eat the fake shiner, the mussel releases a cloud of microscopic young, which attach to the fish's gills, where they will draw sustenance and grow until they are ready to detach and survive on their own, carried to a new home by their unwitting hosts. Our orbit this week will take us from Spain to Uganda. And to experience these views with us in this ultimate window seat, we welcome singer-songwriter Maisy, who is about to embark on a tour supporting Corin Bailey Ray. Maisy was the first artist to receive the prestigious Ivan Novello Rising Star Award and was nominated for Wonder Space by Grammy award-winning producer Fraser T. Smith who engaged with our six questions in episode 11. I wanted to nominate Mizey for the Wonder Space interview on the fantastic Wonder Space podcast because she's a phenomenal artist, phenomenal singer, a phenomenal human. We've been working together for over two years now. We started off in a mentorship program through the Ivan Novello Rising Star Award, which Mizey won. And now she's signed to my label, 70 Hertz. We're about to release the second EP that we've created together. And I'm sure you're gonna enjoy everything that she has to say. With this panoramic view above Earth, I start by asking Mizey, if we could do a fly past on any part of the world that is significant to you, which place, city or country would it be and why? Uganda, for sure. Um, that's where I come from. That's my nationality. I actually have not been back yet, but I just know that as a person, I'll. it will be a big, big shift for me to go back to my roots and where I'm actually from, my family, my skeletons, like my foundations. I, I want to find out more about my blood and... and the soil and the air and the food. Um, so, yeah, super, super important for me. I'm a second um, generation immigrant, so I was born in the UK. Um, so I've always felt like a, just a slight disconnect from home. The first time I get there, which hopefully, hopefully will be the end of this year, um, will be a very special one. Maisie, give us a glimpse into your life story so far with an emphasis on what you are doing currently. So started off um, age of seven. 
I got my first piano, which was a Roland. And I still have it to this day now. I'm 26. So it's been 18 years I've had this piano. The pedal's kind of broken, but, you know, we're still trucking along. (laughs) Um, And I think it was at that moment when I got my first piano, I cried and I knew that this was my life. I knew music was a part of my life. I didn't know what role it was going to play, but what I knew was that I loved piano and I loved classical music so, so much. And that was really, really the start of my musical journey. Um, so I classically trained for um, for a couple of years throughout primary school, uh, throughout secondary school. And then eventually when I turned... 14, um, I wanted to do performing arts. I think I think that's when I did my GCSEs around that time or I was preparing to do it. I chose performing arts. The teacher had heard me sing. At the time, like, I wasn't really taking singing seriously. I was kind of just singing because I like to do it my sister sang my parents sang like a lot of hymns my mum my sister would always sing hymns and like harmonize with each other um so it was just something that was distantly there the singing part of it um so when it when I did the performing arts um class and and my teacher heard me she asked me to join choir and at first I was like really apprehensive about it I was just like oh like group singing I'm not really too sure about that um but then she said I will give you free singing lessons if you join my choir so then I was like okay (laughs) I don't have to pay for anything so I um took that offer and I met my singing teacher um, Emma Stevens who is my singing teacher right to this day right now and um, through that um, I just was doing gospel choir like normal choir and from there it, the 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 story kind of like shifted completely where I um, I got introduced to movement. So movement then started playing a huge, huge part in my life. I was a crumper, um, which is a type of like hip hop kind of street dance style. Um, and I met a group of people in a place called Chocadero, which is closed down now, but it was in the centre of Oxford Circus. And we, um, I was introduced by so many people, so many different walks of life. And... I um, I was introduced to so many different music, so much music that I'd never heard before, um, like Jay Dilla and Flying Lotus and Thundercat. These were like kind of hip hop heads and that really, really changed my life and changed my view on things. Um, and through that, I... I just decided that I really wanted to make music. I was with a collective of people that loved dancing to music. And then eventually a lot of those people ended up going into music. So I had a friend that went into producing, another friend that's gone into um, rapping as well. So we were a collective of real artists. So when this amazingness had happened, I went to the drawing board, which was my, my room, where I had my rolling piano and um, 
at first I actually used to write to beats, to like instrumental beats, but there was something about it that just didn't feel like it was me. It didn't feel like it was like mine. So I just thought, oh my gosh, I've been playing piano for all my life. Why would I not compose and make something that is me and make something that is mine? So I started um, writing um, and the first ever song that I wrote was called Mistakes because I got heartbroken by a guy who didn't want to hug me. Something ridiculous like that on my birthday. And I wrote this song called Mistakes and I uploaded it on SoundCloud. Um, and it did so well. At the time, I didn't take music seriously in that way. I thought it was a hobby. I didn't think I had that the potential because I just saw X Factor. I just saw the things that were like, you don't have a recording voice, but really what did that mean ever um so it was when I got the attraction I, I I'd got interest from people that's when I started to realize you know what I I really want to take this seriously this is really a part of my life so fast forward to now um I completely rebranded released a few songs and then the pandemic happened I entered myself for this Ivan Novello Rising Star Award um and got nominated for it through that I got a mentorship with Fraser T Smith met him got to know him for like a year he signed me he'd been re releasing music since and here I am today <laughs> where on earth is your place of reset or recharge so my place of reset and recharge has to be, at the moment, because it will change, is Lanzarote. I went in Christmas and I went just before the pandemic had happened and went to the same apartment, the same place, on the sea. It is so special. I always feel so good after coming back from Lanzarote. What wonder of the natural world excites you the most? The wonder of the natural world that excites me the most has to be what we grow in soil. So, or on trees, so fruit, vegetables. Health is really important for me. And since changing my diet and changing um, the habits that I had uh, before and actually being very conscious of what I'm putting in my body um, has made me realise how that affects me mentally and these are all things that are naturally given to us and are here on this planet i think it's amazing that some of our medicines and our fruit and our veg the things that are here for us naturally um serve us as human beings what is your story of hopefulness that's not your own about a person, business or non-profit who are doing amazing things for the world. I went into a studio, my distributor studio called Platoon, and the guy who runs it is called Denzel. Um, he didn't run the studio, but he owns Platoon and also um, owned AWOL before. Um, this is within the music industry. And one thing I noticed, which I have not noticed in many studios that I've been to since I was 17, um, was that the engineers were all female. And for me, that was a, 
a huge, 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 huge thing for me. Seeing that within the music community and seeing more females within these roles that usually would be male-dominated roles is extremely inspiring and sets an example for other studios or other establishments, other distributors, other labels, other managements, other other companies that, you know, we need to see that representation. It is there. Um, it's just whether you're finding it and looking for it and making active decisions to, to, to make those changes. And I feel like Denzel's one of those people he's doing that um and he's amplifying women at the same time as well as building a community so it was a very recent thing but I really did clock it and and it's super super inspirational and I I really look up to that so big up Denzel for for that. Finally Mizey as we prepare to re-enter what insight wisdom or question would you like to share with us? So um I would say two things two very important things that I've that have really shifted uh, my view on just living life in general um, one thing would be sharing to be able to share with people is super super important I'm not really necessarily even talking about monetarily I'm talking more um, on knowledge and um, if someone asks for help Give help and share because um, the more we share, the, the more we actually learn about ourselves and learn from other people. And most of the time when we're sharing, whether it's like situations that we've been through in life, whether that is more specifically in, in, in my context, music, I'm, I'm not going to lie and say that it's been, you know, the most amazing journey ever. There's there's high moments and there are low moments, but the, and that is a part of life. But the, to be able to share those experiences with other people, that can help people so, so much. And one last one um, that I would like to share that I've read from a, a book recently that was recommended to me in a, um, a session that I, I just had is called The War of Art and it's by Stephen Pressfield and it's about resistance. I try to fight my resistance um, every single day of my life. To acknowledge what you're going through inside can be resistance and it tries to stop you from doing something when really just do it. If you want to write a novel, just write the novel. Don't talk and think about it just do it it doesn't matter if it's good it doesn't matter whether it's great or whether it wins oscars just being able to do it is such an accomplishment and has changed my whole creative process and how i do things because there's no expectation and no pressure you can follow mizey at mmmmizey to engage with the previous 69 Wonderspace episodes, go to our website, ourwonder.space. I want to thank Mizey for joining us on Wonderspace, and I hope you can join us next week for more wonders and stories of hopefulness.